Yep. Right, so whenever you're... Welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Uh, we're here, uh, Michael and Dallas, to do the weekly wrap-up again. Uh, 25% off everything is the title. Had a, of had a bit of a bounce. Dallas. Yeah. And, um, so. and certainly, look, a, a new, some, something new for the Money Over 50 podcast. Um, recording on location today is, is uh, me outside on my, my back deck. Yeah. And um, and you walking your designer dog Larry on the, <laughs> yeah. on the uh, Anzac Anzac Park, yeah, yeah, so at actually, Anzac Park. Man, I, I feel like a uh, I feel like a like a single parent at the moment. I've got I got Larry running around here. I'm actually pushing a pram at the moment as well. So and yeah, and I'm, yeah. And I'm recording a podcast at the same time. This this must be what it feels like. <laughs> right, so you're uh, you're you're pushing you're pushing your son Winston as well, are you? On the yeah. Yeah, so I've got it all up. Yeah, sure. So if, I, if I have to Jeez, break away to, to put out a pie, you'll, you'll know what's going on. We'll know, we'll know what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, so, so uh, since last week, since last week, so when, just to recap on last Saturday's podcast, yeah. uh, that was going to go for five minutes. I think it went for, for much yeah. longer than that. Yeah. Um, the the uh, ASX 200 had closed... Uh, at the time when we did this last Saturday, when we released last Saturday, uh, it, yeah. it had closed six percent up for that week, yeah. um, which was which was a grand total of thirty percent down. Bearing in mind that it had a strong week, it had rallied six percent that week from its from its um, yeah. bottom to date, yeah. which was the nineteenth. Uh, sorry, it was the twenty third of March this year. The yeah. bottom to date was thirty six percent down, four thousand six hundred and thirteen points. Yeah. Um, this time last week, when we when we looked at this, uh, it had a good week. It was up six percent, so that was down only thirty percent. Yeah. Uh, from its previous highest point. So, yeah. And and when we're looking at this today, it's had another strong week. So it's it's it's, it's rallied another five percent. Yeah. This week. So we're, so we're down to about five thousand three hundred ASX two hundred. Yes. Yeah, five thousand three hundred and fifty four yeah. points. It closed yeah. today um, with yeah. Good Friday, of course, being tomorrow yeah. and four days yeah. four days break. So yeah, um, I have a theory. It's been a while since I've had, had a theory. Yeah, a good theory on the money. <laughs> we love a good theory, of course. As you know, what have here's you my got? theory. So those people that move their superannuation from uh, their equities or their shares or their companies to cash, yeah, yeah. they did that for peace of mind. Now, they're more now, so those people are now more worried than anyone. Yeah. Um, because what most of them actually did was move their, their um, move out into cash yeah. at a lower point than we are right now. So yeah. we know that the bottom of market cycles, and we're certainly, certainly not saying that, that the 23rd of March uh, was the bottom. Was the bottom, yeah. But, but we know that at the bottoms, uh, that's the point of most 
what they call capitulation. So most yep. most people move out and into yep. cash at those points in time. And yep. that's precisely why they are the bottom. So yep. you have there's more, there's more people selling uh, than buying, pushing the price down. More people selling than buying, and there's yep. people flooding out of the market at that point in time, so the price goes down. Um, yep. When that panic subdues, you find yep. that the price bounces. So we know without even looking at the thing. I mean, we know looking at the figures that a lot, a lot of people did move out at thirty six percent down. Yeah. Think of them selling out at sixty four cents in the dot. Yeah. Um, my theory is that those people are panicked right now. They're either yep. panicked or they're oblivious, and and they're, yep. and they're they're panicked or oblivious because um, if they were to buy back in today. They'd be yeah. paying seventy-five cents for something that they sold out something. at sixty-four cents. Yeah. So yeah. Um, compare that to someone that just didn't do anything. So they yeah. just just rode the course out. Yeah. Um, you know the the value of their assets dropped from a dollar in the dollar to sixty-four cents in the dollar temporarily. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two weeks later, they're sitting here thinking, "Hey, this isn't yeah. so bad. It's recovered yeah. quite a bit. We're only seventy-five yeah. cents in the dollar now." So yeah, that's right. The people that have sold out at sixty-four cents, and again, my theory is that these people have done this for peace of mind, and yeah. they think that markets go straight down and straight up. Yeah, they think that they can sell out for sixty-four cents in the dollar or thirty-six percent down. They can yeah. watch it go down to forty-five percent or fifty percent or wherever yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, they can see the bottom and they can see it come back up. And when it gets yeah. back up to where they sold out at, they can move yeah. straight back in and catch the wave on, on the way back. We and know that it doesn't that's, work that's, like that. That's, I guess, the, the point that you make there, which I think if, if you talk to people as they're, as they're selling out on, on the way down, say someone who sold out at 36% down, uh, who's unlucky enough to catch what's been the bottom so far, the, the issue with that is, you would, if you spoke to me about it and said, "Hey, are you aware that the yeah things might jump back up next week and you might have to you might have to buy back in at a higher price?" I'm sure what they what they probably would have said was, like, either they would have said, "No, no, I'm going to buy back in at a lower price," and and just not being aware that they couldn't they they wouldn't know with certainty whether that was going to happen or not, or they would have said, "I don't care, I just I just want to stop the pain, so I just don't want to have to go through this emotional roller coaster." I don't care if I have to buy back into the higher price. I just want peace of mind that it's not going to drop anymore. And that's, I guess, the point that you make there, which is, I think, a great point, is that you've, you've made a... It's, it's not a great bargain because, like you said, you're, unless, unless you've just said, I'm going to sell out and stay in cash for the next 30, 40 years of my life, you, you have to get back in at some stage. So all you've, tra- all you've done is trade one problem for another. You, you used to be worrying about, do I do I move into cash or do I stay stay invested? Now you've moved into cash. Now you've got you've got the same problem, but more so because you now have to make a decision as to okay, when do I call it as oh, I got that wrong? I actually got out of the bottom. Now I'm going to invest back in. So you you made a decision potentially knowing that it was going to cost you money, but but trying to get some peace of mind. And now you don't have you don't have the money and you don't have the peace of mind. So you've had the worst of both worlds. There. And you're spot on, Dallas. And look, the problem is that the, the problem for me also is that um, you're now damned if you do, damned if you don't. So you moved out, you sold out for 64 cents in the dollar. Uh, yeah. The market's run away on you in that period of yeah. time. It's up 11% from that time yeah. that you did that. Uh, yeah. You're now paying 75 cents in the dollar for something you sold for 64 cents. Yeah. So, um, so you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Look, if you move back in now, you have crystallized an 11% loss. Um, yeah. That money is gone forever. 
Uh, and this is this is the point of actually moving in when things settle down. No one would suggest that things have settled down yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you've, you've you've therefore crystallised that loss of eleven yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, look, if if you don't if you don't move back in, um, you're damned if you don't because yeah. the thing the thing can run away on you. Yeah. It yeah. can. It can. Yeah. It, next week we could be sitting here. I mean, yeah. we joked last week. Hey, what if it? Yeah. What if it rallied five percent this week? Now, now yeah. we had no idea it was going no. to. And certainly, when usually when we say that, it, it does the opposite. Yeah. But, um, it actually did. <laughs> it actually forward, did what yeah. it was. It did what it was told for once. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess that's, uh, so, and, and that's the the second part to this is that the the issue with this is that it's not even a, it's not even a case of us making prediction of saying. If you sold out at thirty six percent down, and you haven't got back in, then you've missed out because it's only going to—it it could very easily turn around and drop back to forty five percent down. You know what I mean? That's well. Here's here's the third problem. There's there's, yeah. there's a there's a combination of those damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. It's you you do, yeah. so you and actually then, move back in, and then the yeah. bloody thing drops away again. Yes. Um, yeah. Which and is which is so you sell yeah. out at sixty four cents. Yep. You panic back in and you pay yep. 75 cents um, yep. and then it drops back to 64 cents and 60 cents yep. and 55 cents and you sell yep. out again yep. and then you, you start the process all over again. So, yep. so yep. look, um, and that, that's you can... A, it's a, you can oh, that's a, a phrase, you know, we've, uh, I remember reading in different reports and, and it's, it's, a, it's a funny way to word it, but they talk about people underperforming their own investment and that's exactly how you do it. Is that if you, if you look at if you were invested in, in, in something, in, in a uh, broad group of, of companies and the return that they got over 30 years was 10%, you sort of wonder when they talk about underperforming that investment, that's kind of how it happens. If you, if you like that, panic and sell at the wrong time and then, and then when things bounce back a bit, you're panicking about, about not being able to get back in and so you rush back in and then when it drops again, you panic and sell at the bottom again you find that in a lot of cases, people can actually really underperform the actual asset class they've invested in by a huge amount. It's pretty easy to do, really. Absolutely. Look, I've, uh, I've seen those studies and, and it's not just a slight underperformance. It's, no. it's had you set your money in this for 20 years, uh, the yeah. return would have been 10% per annum. Yeah. Um, what did the average investor that was yeah. invested in that receive? It's like 4% or 3.8% or 3%. Yeah. So yeah. significantly underperformed um, yeah. uh, because the average person uh, uh, couldn't couldn't help themselves, and they actually they moved in precisely at the the the, the exact wrong times. Yeah. And look, yeah. um, the exact wrong times are when it feels the most right. So yeah. when yeah. when things are uh, are falling away and it looks like there's no end in sight, yeah. um, you know where we were uh, just two weeks ago on the 23rd of yeah. March, we we're down by 36. Yeah. percent yeah. No one knew what was going to happen with this with this illness, yeah. the coronavirus. Um, yeah. it, it felt right to people to move out to cash, yeah. but it was yeah. precisely the wrong time to do so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and now. Uh, even though there hasn't been really, really any good news, I think people around the world have just digested it a little bit better and said, okay, well, yep. this is the, this is the current world that we live in. Yeah. And um, things have risen now. Now I'm not saying don't move back in, but it, but, but when it feels like the right time to move back in yep. and in an extreme, of course, we talk about it when things settle down and when things yeah. settle down, 
yeah. um, the price has returned to a dollar. Um, yeah. It's the precisely wrong time to be actually moving back in. So, yeah. So, yeah. so what feels right at the time for people is is look. I've just we're, thought we're of probably, this. We're I've, probably, I've, just, I've, we're probably just completely confused everyone about this. Say, like, don't don't do don't do things because you want to, but do them because you don't want to do them. But also don't do them because you don't want to do. Look, them one of my so. favorite all-time Seinfelds ever. My favorite all-time Seinfeld ever was when George does the opposite of yeah. what he usually yeah. does. Exactly, and yeah. and he has the he has the, the the show. He has the most success ever. So he, he gets a, an interview with the New York Yankees, and he yeah. he tells the owner that yeah, um, you, you're an uh, idiot. You're an idiot, and you've yeah. traded away all their best players and, and all of these yeah. types of things before he got the job. And yeah. the owner says, "Hire this man straight away." So <laughs> That's yeah. um, when usually yeah. he would have uh, sucked yeah. up to him. So yeah. look, it, yeah. it, it, it is. It's the George Costanza episode. Yeah. Um, in the markets, you need to do what George Costanza does, and you yeah. need the opposite of what yeah. your normal reaction or, or your yeah. or your normal instincts would be. Yeah. Well, I guess the so that's there's also a component of it is most people can't do that, and it's a pretty hard metric to actually follow, which is to to do the opposite because you then have to sort of be guessing what the global consciousness is thinking about at a point in time. Realistically, what we'd actually recommend to people is forget about forget about whether you want to do what you want to do or, or doing the opposite of what you want to do, just, just pick a plan and stick to it for 30 years. So I guess in, in this case is, is like we've said there is if you, if you, if you want to panic and sell, that probably means you should hang on, but it also is impossible to, to know when that will, when that point will occur. So basically this is sort of the end point that you get to for most people that we, and we have this in meetings with people is if, if things are up, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a it's a bad time to invest because we don't know where things will go in the short term in the future. And if things are down, it's not necessarily a bad time or a good time. There's really no way to tell short-term movements based on just one figure, which is price. You, you really have to know the future of where is the price going from here before you be able to decide whether you're going to try and buy in at this price or not. So it's sort of a, a yeah, strange, strange sort of a zen then Cohen of do I invest now if I don't if I want to invest I shouldn't be investing but if I don't want to invest then I'm probably not going to so it's it's a it's a good way to torture yourself really is to try and pick when to get in and when to get out yeah look it is and, and that's why we have a strategy with our clients and and we tell them to invest when they have the money now most yeah. people have the money every fortnight when they're paid yeah. Yeah. And that's precisely the right time to push money into their superannuation fund because they yeah. have it. Um, yeah. And 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 uh, that works well for, uh, uh, for always. It always yeah. works well because yeah. because if you stick to that strategy, yeah. um, you're never ever investing at uh, yeah. an artificially inflated inflated price. Yeah. Um, you're never ever getting in right at the bottom. You take market yeah. timing. Yeah. completely out of the, yeah, out of the equation. So, yeah, that's so exactly right. Out of the so equation. That's, and that's and guess, market timing would drive you mad because yes. because yeah. you can never ever yeah. um, anecdotally when you look back you've never yeah. you've never been able to invest into the bottom. Uh, yeah. you, you, you think it's the bottom and it drops away even further or, or yeah. and um, that's that's I guess yeah. the point, you know, when when we talk about whether someone who has sold out whether they should get back in or not, it's it's a thought experiment. But really I mean the the answer is 
you just don't, you don't do you don't do either of those things because because you're not getting out you don't have to worry about when to get back in and because you because you've just invested as soon as you've got the money you don't have to worry about trying to when's a good time to, to buy in with this new cash so I mean that's obviously our our theory or our philosophy and and it's what the research sort of backs up is that there's just no there's there's really no other way to do it because like you've said you 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 just torture yourself and drive yourself mad other than just saying when I have money that I need to invest for the long term, I just invest it now. I mean, I had a, I just had a, actually had a first meeting with some with some people uh, today, and um, we're discussing. They've actually saved a fair bit of cash over the last five years, and we're discussing that about wh- whether now is a good time for them to invest that money. And and it was it was sort of one of those things where the way that we you, you don't realise that the way that we think of it is probably not not normal or not what is uh, seen in the media and that kind of thing is because I said, well, of this money that you've got, you're 10 years out from retirement, of this, of the money that you've got saved, $300,000 you've got in cash, how much of it do you think you might need within the next five years? And I said, well, we'd really like to have $100,000 just as a bit of a buffer if something goes wrong or if something happens with our work and we need to draw off this for a while. We'd like to have $100,000. So I said, okay, well, the answer is, you just take that two hundred thousand dollars and you invest it right now, and that's that's all there is to it. There's no there's no point trying to give thought to in in three months' time will the market be up by ten percent or will it be down by twenty percent? Because I, I know that you're going to retire in ten years' time. If you don't invest this money now, you are you are going to if you if you didn't invest the money at all, you're going to miss out on that return over the next ten years. And if you get the return over the next 10 years, it really doesn't matter whether you buy in at this price or at 10% up or 10% down because you've got 10 years worth of growth. So it's sort of, I guess, probably a bit of a relief to people. Now that we've, now that we've tortured them for 20 minutes talking about if you, if you sell and get out or if you've got cash and sovereigns, when should you get in, when should you get out? Because the answer is you just, you just don't play the game, basically. No, it's, it's a game that you never win and, it'll, and yeah. the game will drive... Uh, you crazy and it'll consume yeah. your life. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, we always say that the energy that you, you put into playing oh, that yeah. game, if you actually yeah. put that energy into yeah. Yeah. Um, doing what you get paid to do uh, now oh, yeah. and what you're a specialist at, you make so yeah. much more money than you would by playing that game with the market. Yeah. So, and I yeah, think that's yeah, probably something, it's, if, it's, if, you look at, if you look at our, our clients over the last month, some of them probably listening to this and, and I think that that's probably what they would say of the value that they have gotten. It's not that it's not that we're experts that have you know gotten them out before things dropped and and will get in at the very bottom. Or you know we, we're just we've basically given people permission to not play the game, to not worry about it, and to just go yeah, spend your time and energy worrying about the things that we can control. Make sure that you pick up every dollar of tax savings you can. Make sure that you're you're not spending more than you should be. Um, Make sure that you're only putting a only you know only investing money that you can for the long term sustainably, all those sorts of things. So that those clients of theirs are now in a position where they they just don't have to work. They're not they're not looking at their super balance and they're not looking at what the market's doing day to day because they know it doesn't change anything for them. That's right. And look, I'm sure Alan Daly will look back on this, of course, and yeah. um, and. Uh, yeah, our clients uh, who, who none of who none have panicked. Um, yeah. Certainly, there'd be some that there have been some that have been concerned. There's some that have checked in with us, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but coming out of this, we know that we'll be able to say that to to them 
yeah. a uh, none of you panicked, and yeah. uh, some of your colleagues, a, a great number of your, your colleagues and friends, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's cost them thirty six percent. They sold out yeah. at board near the, the, the bottom. Not saying that that was the bottom, of course. Again, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. 23rd yeah. of March, and by the time things settled down, hey, the price yeah. raced away and yeah. um, and yeah. and got back to a dollar. Um, yeah. Look, I mean, you just look at you look at it in the last two weeks. So I, I've been scanning the news, and I would say no good news has come out in the last two weeks. Yeah. Yet the markets it's gone up 11 percent in yeah. nine trading days, ten trading days. Um, yeah. Uh, um, and we and and you know we know that's the way that markets work is that long yeah. before there's official good news, yeah. uh, i.e. when things have settled down, um, yeah. they they anticipate that they anticipate yeah. that and they race ahead. So yeah, um, that's right. Been a, and it, look at, look at, and it surprised it surprised me that it's raced so, ahead this this quickly. I mean the, so the market that, never stops surprising me. That's I guess the whole the whole thing we're saying is even even if you did want to torture yourself and follow things along and try and pick when the bottom is. There is nothing that's been, that's come out in the news over the last 11 days that would give you any indication that, that there's, that there's going to be a rally. So even if you did want to torture yourself and try and follow along and try and pick the, the bottom and try and do all those sorts of things, you, there's no way you would have been able to do it anyway. Yeah, that's right. No. Um, well, that's probably, you know, once again, our five minute podcast has gone for probably <laughs> half an hour. And uh, yeah, look, I've got to I've got to get home and, and feed a baby and a dog. So I uh, I think we should probably wrap up. I, I was I was just going to say that uh, your baby and your dog are the, the best behaved baby Mate. and dog of of, of they, they uh, are. They uh, are. I, I I actually did hear I did hear a uh, a babble at one stage. <laughs> babble babble at one stage. And I uh, yeah. I actually panicked because I thought it was I thought it was my baby Margot. <laughs> It's uh, yeah. He, he start, he's actually starting to arc so, up thought, now. So. I thought she was somehow plugged into the audio, um, yeah. but she wasn't. So, so uh, look, um, uh, everyone that's listening, certainly thanks for listening. Have a great Easter. Yeah. And um, and and we'll and we'll uh, we look. We look forward to every week now, don't we? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's right. So, time just yeah. Enter this podcast. It's so uh, have a great Easter and we'll catch you next week. Bye Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.